And I think it takes three things for someone to be successful in order to be able to do that. First and foremost, I think a person has to be a person of integrity. Okay. Okay. And, and that's very important no matter what you do. If you're, you know, digging ditches or selling life insurance, always be honest with people. Okay? Right. That's the easy part. The hard part is being honest with yourself. Okay. And Explain I mean that a little by, bit. Yeah. What yeah. I mean by that is a lot of times when people are struggling in the industry, they want to point fingers at everything else. Okay. Instead of looking in the mirror. Right. Playing, and, playing the blame game. There yeah. you go. And, and I, f I fell into that trap early in my career as well. So that's the reason I know that you've got to be honest with yourself as well as everyone else. Fire. Fire. Oh. Welcome, Senior Life family, to another All Fired Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Voorhees, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Mitch Connor. Mitch, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Will. How about you, my uh, man? Pretty good. Good. So, Mitch, for anybody that hasn't met you yet or heard your story, kind of tell us a little bit about how you got into the business, met Ron, and yeah. Okay, I'd be glad to do that. Well, first of all, I, uh, like most people, when your first grade teacher says, what are you going to do when you grow up? Nobody raised their hand and says they're going to be an insurance agent, right? right? That, that was me neither. I didn't do that either. Matter of fact, when I came into this business, I was only going to be here till I found something better. Okay. And that was in 1989. Uh, the way that <laughs> I got started, uh, I was in the Air Force for four years, graduated from college with a degree at Valdosta State nearby okay. here. Yeah. Go Blazers. Yeah, go Blazers. That's right. You're a Blazer. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, long story short, I couldn't find a job. So okay. I, uh, Dale and Ron Powell had started their insurance agency at that time, so I went to work with them. And literally, I was only going to do it until I found something better. Okay. Okay, and that was 32 years ago. Okay. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity. It's been a life-changing experience for me, and not only for me and my family, but I've seen a lot of people's lives change through uh, the career that, that's offered through Senior Life. Okay, and so from uh, – let me, let me think of how I want to ask this. So with seeing all those people's lives changed, what's been a common thing that you've seen successful people in this industry do? Right. That's a good question. You know, the things that make a difference in, in my mind for those who are successful and those who aren't is really just coming in and plugging into the process and the system that we've developed at Senior Life. And I think it takes three things for someone to be successful in order to be able to do that. First and foremost, I think a person has to be a person of integrity. Okay. Okay. And, and that's very important no matter what you do. If you're, you know, digging ditches or selling life insurance, always be honest with people. Okay? Right. That's the easy part. The hard part is being honest with yourself. Okay. And Explain I mean that a little by, bit. Yeah. What yeah. I mean by that is a lot of times when people are struggling in the industry, they want to point fingers at everything else. Okay. Instead of looking in the mirror. Right. Playing, and, playing the blame game. There yeah. you go. And, and I, f I fell into that trap early in my career as well. So that's the reason I know that you've got to be honest with yourself as well as everyone else. And if you can be honest with yourself on a day-to-day -day basis and realize, you know, that you have responsibilities, some things that you need to do to, to, to make sure that you're giving it your best, then, you know, that's the beginning of really uh, being able to follow the track to success. The next thing is you got to be coachable. Okay. You know, a lot of people think they're coachable, you know, because they listen. Right. That is one aspect of being coachable. But it's not all of it. That's not all of it. The other aspect is application. Okay. If someone tells you something who has been successful at something 
then you need to apply what they've told you. you right. Know? And that's, you know, that that's a, an area where, you know, a lot of people struggle. You yeah. Know? And a lot of times it's not because they don't want to do what they've been told to do or they don't want to plug into the process. They just lack confidence. You okay. Know? So that's one thing that at Senior Life that we're a little bit different at as well. We also try to help people develop not only as insurance people, insurance salesmen or salespeople, but also as individuals. So okay. first thing is integrity. The next thing is to uh, be coachable. And, and the third thing is to have a burning desire to succeed. Okay. Okay. Now, anytime something's burning, you got to have fuel. Right. Okay. What's the fuel? The fuel is your dreams. Okay. What is it that you want to, you know, accomplish? What is it that you want to see happen and change in your life? And if you'll put those three ingredients together, you can be successful, you know, especially with the platform that Senior Life offers. And so to an agent that might be lacking in the, the confidence, would you say that writing these goals out and developing a plan of action would be a good way to develop confidence? Uh, certainly. Uh, you got to know where you're at right, and where you want to go. Okay. And in between there, just plug into the process. That's the beauty of what we do. Um, you don't have to be, first of all, a rocket scientist to do what we do because right. it's very simple. Okay. And, and you don't have to be the best salesperson to do what we do. Just plug into the process. And this is what I mean by that. Early on, I was probably the least... Um, I was probably not the best salesperson. That's the best way to say it okay. early on. Because, you know, when you come here and you only want to be here, do you find something better? Uh, your heart's not in it. Right. right. You're not invested. Not invested. So I was not the best. But then I realized if I was going to be successful, that I needed to just do what other people were doing. Okay. okay? So, so I looked at Ron. I saw how he was being successful. And I looked at two or three other people that I'm, I still am friends with today and, and, and admire. And I, and I looked at what they were doing, and I, I just plugged into the process, okay? And, and the key is to take this, the pressure off of you and put it on the process. And what do I mean by that? If you talk to enough people during the week, you'll be successful. Okay. That's the reason leads are so important. For me personally, my goal every day was to ink five applications a day. Okay. I knew if I inked five applications a day that I would, at the end of the week, have five, six, or seven sales. I didn't worry about how many sales I made a day. I, I focused on how many applications I inked. And what I meant by that is how many people that I got to the point to where I got them to sign the application. I may not have gotten a check, okay, but at least I got them to that process. And I knew if I did that enough that week, that I was going to end up with five to seven sales. Okay. And I think that's uh, that's a kind of interesting thing to touch on. You mentioned you, you inked it down. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everything was paper back then, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, we're talking 32 years ago. So, uh, when I took my test, uh, we actually had a number two pencil. And we used to <laughs> shade <laughs> in the dot, right? Yeah. Everything today is done on the computer. As a matter of fact, I think you can actually... You don't even have to go to the location. You can actually. Yeah, you could do like a, a proctored exam now. Exactly. So things have changed a lot. But here's what's awesome about senior life. Senior life has evolved. Right. I take a lot of pride in the fact that um, we've taken the, the message of final expense. It'll never change. Okay. 
we provide uh, life insurance to people when they need it the most, and that's when they've lost someone that they love. But we have changed the method of delivery. Okay. And what I mean by that is we have really stayed relevant to the culture. I think that's the reason we're attracting a lot of younger people today to be part of Senior Life's future. It's because we've come up with a lot of uh, innovative technology to help continue to uh, talk the message of Senior Life. Right. So essentially the same song, just a different radio there station. There you go. Okay. So the message has never changed, but just the method of delivery has. And I think we've been at the forefront of trying to uh, make sure that that happens. Okay. And so you were mentioning that, you know, at first you weren't as invested as you probably needed to be. Right. What was the thing that clicked? Like, what did you see yeah. that, that made you like, all right, this is where I want to be for the long haul? Well, a lot of people may not know this um, because I was not invested. After 12 months of working with Ron, mm -hmm. I actually left the company okay. and went to work with a local company. And, the, and here's the thing. I was making a lot of excuses. I was telling Ron that my wife was pregnant, therefore I couldn't stay out of town and work as hard as other agents and couldn't stay out as late and things like that. I was telling my wife that, you know, Ron gets all the good leads and those other managers, they get the good leads in other places. I was just making excuses. Okay. Because I really was not invested. So what changed for me was after about a year of working for a local company where I didn't have to travel or anything like that, you know, I realized that I was uh, selling my family short. Okay. Okay. My wife and I had our first child, uh, Mary Elizabeth. Now she's 31 now and has uh, our grandchildren, which we're very thankful for. That's awesome. You know, but I can remember uh, just realizing that I'm going to always be stuck in this 14 by 52 single-wide mobile home. Mm -hmm. And when my daughter was born, when Mary Liz was born, we actually had to build another room on the back of the house. Okay. Because her bedroom was too small to even put a, a baby bed in. Okay. Okay. So I, I kind of started waking up, you know, if – Ron's have been successful. If they're doing the things they're doing, then I just need to change my mindset and plug into what they're doing and, and take care of my family like they deserve to be. You know, a little story that kind of goes along with that is you've got to have the support of the people around you. Okay. And that's very important as well. So when I made my mind up and I talked with my wife about coming back and I shared with her, I said, you know, I just got came clean with her. I said, when I was here, at, when I was working with Ron before, I wasn't honest with you. I was making excuses. I wasn't giving it, it my all because I really wanted to be doing something else, I thought, in my mind. Um, so I said, I need you to hold me accountable. I need you to make sure that I, you know, that I do what it takes to take care of you and, and Mary Elizabeth, our daughter at that time. And um, I can remember the first time I, I left on a Monday morning to go back on the road and travel. Because back then we traveled every week. Right. Yeah, Stayed in motel rooms yeah. three and four nights a week, five and six hours away. I can remember Mary Elizabeth had just started talking. And uh, my wife, Missy, said, uh, tell your dad what I, what I taught you to tell him. Okay. And I thought, you know, she was going to say bye, bye-bye, Dad-Dad, or something uh -huh. like that. But she actually said, Daddy make me money <laughs> from that point on you know it, it was on yeah okay? so no. you gotta have the support of the people that surround you okay and i think that's what's unique about senior life as well 
is not only do you have support uh, as an agent when you call the home office uh, from the newest person to the, the one that's been here the longest. I mean, a, even as a vice president with the company now, <clears throat> you know, uh, I take pride in trying to help our people. I know Ron Powell has an open door policy that if you want to talk to him, all you got to do is reach out to him. Mm -hmm. It's that same way with all of our executive staff. As a matter of fact, the support that we show uh, comes also from the fact that um, about 75% of our home office staff write business one day a week over the yep. phone. You know, And that means a lot. That yeah. means that they know what an agent is going through. Whether you do it through telesales or whether you do it face-to-face, -face, they know what you're facing. They're, in, in our business, we face a lot of rejection. Yeah. There's no doubt, okay? So they, when, a home, when an agent calls the home office, they need to know that they're talking to someone who can relate to what they may be going through. Right. You know, so I think that's, that's something that you'll find here. Not only do you need support at home, but you also need support through the home office. Right. Okay. So I, I think those are some key things. Yeah, support is, I mean, it's definitely huge. And I think that solving a lot of agent problems comes from having the agent experience. Yeah. No um, and then so you mentioned, too, uh, mindset. Right. And, you know, we had a tour uh, a couple of years ago, the Mindset is Everything tour. Right. Um, so I guess what would be the most important things for an agent to do to keep the right mindset? Yeah. You know, um, mindset is everything. That was basically what the tour was about. Yeah. And and there are a lot of different things uh, that you can uh, do that would make a difference. But I'm just going to try to, you know, pull some out of the air here that I think's made a difference in my life. Okay. Okay. And I don't always get it right. <laughs> okay. Because I'm 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 human. Right. Okay. So first and foremost, I think you got to sur surround yourself with the right people. Okay, that's very important. You know, I just talked about having support at home and having support at the home office. But, you know, if you're around people who aren't positive, how are you going to stay positive? Right. Okay. So uh, insurance agents have a bad habit <clears throat> of talking shop, Uh huh. you know, and, and, you know, misery loves company. Yep. You know, don't, you know, don't hang around people who are miserable. You, you know, be around positive people. And always try to be positive yourself. I think um, another thing that would help you to have the right kind of mindset is to not allow the things you can't control to control you. Okay. Okay. And, and that was a, a key element to my success uh, once I came back is I started realizing I was allowing things outside of my control to control me. Now, what can I control? Okay. You know, I can control my, my attitude. Right. Okay. And I can control my activity and my effort. Okay. okay. So if I focus on those things, then I'm certainly going to have the right kind of mindset because I'm taking control of things that nobody else can control but me. Right. You know, everybody goes through issues every day. I mean, it might be a flat tire. It might be an illness through some, in your family, someone close to you. So how do you navigate those type of things? By focusing on the things you can control. Right. You know, when it comes to the day-to-day -day grind, you know, your attitude, your activity, and your work ethic, those are things you focus on. But I think also you have to feed yourself. I okay. think it's very, very important 
that you take care of yourself, you know, emotionally and mentally. Okay. Okay. And, and what do I mean by that? Uh, you know, mentally, you should always try to grow. You know. Right. In the industry, uh, insurance industry, I mean, it's especially today with social media and uh, things, you can learn every day. Right. Learn something every day that's going to make you better. Okay. You know, as far as the emotional side of things, I think it's very important that uh, personally that your relationship with God is where it needs to be. Now, yeah. I wish I could sit here and tell you that my relationship every day is where it needs to be with God, but it's not. Because we're human. We're human. Yep. Exactly right. But if you will always be moving toward um, those markers or those benchmarks in life, yeah. then it, it, you know, it'll help you continue to have the right kind of mindset. Okay. okay. So make sure you hang around the right people. Make sure you control the things you can control and not allow the things that you can't control to control you. Um, I think those are just some key elements. Yeah, I think those are big points to make on that. And you mentioned social media, and it kind of I'm glad you did because it brings me to something I wanted to talk about. Uh, we did a little bit of digging um, on uh -huh. Ron's <laughs> social media, and uh, yeah, I just want you to tell us. Oh my lord! The the background <laughs> behind this picture. Oh yeah, if you I don't I don't know if you can get a close yeah, up. Yeah, we'll that. we'll have it on the screen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that's back when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was probably 27, 28 years old, maybe a little bit older at that point. Okay. And uh, Ron was uh, had hair, too, back then. Actually, he still does, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was thinner. Okay, so I was actually, that was a what we called a managing general agent award that I received. Okay. Uh, that was probably back in 1995 or 96. Uh, at that, up until 95, I was just a producing agent. Okay. Okay. And then we got more territory. So they gave 10 of us an opportunity to help grow the agency back then. Okay. Uh, I started with one man in, in January of 95, which was myself. And by the end of uh, 95, 12 months later, I had about 12 agents and we were doing. 1.2, 1.3 million a year in annual premium. Wow. Which back then, you know, we got we got agencies now doing that in a month. Right, but right. But back then that was that, that was, was big. big. Yeah. It really was. So that was just one of the monthly awards that I was receiving. Okay. You know? Let me look at that. That's a good looking fella again. <laughs> <laughs> that was back in the day. Yeah. I hadn't seen that picture in a very, very long time. Yeah. Didn't have as much of a stomach either. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, uh, Mitch, I just want to thank you for joining us today. I think that, um, you know, you've shared a lot of good stuff. And, um, yeah, I need to work on the outro on that a little bit. Is there anything else you want to cover on this? Well, you know, this is what I would say. At the end of the day, it's up to you individually to make, you know, the choices that you need to make to be successful. A lot of people think that defining moments in life or those big moments where, uh, you know, something uh, spectacular happens or an opportunity that you've never thought you would happen just, you know, all of a sudden uh, presents itself. But defining moments happen every day. Okay. Okay. And, and success is a choice. Okay, I read that book several years ago by Rick Pitino. I would I would suggest anyone to pick it up and read it. But at the end of the day, 
every day is a defining moment. The decisions that you make every day make a difference in your life, the lives of those that you love, and, and, and the lives of those, if you're a leader, that you lead. So, you know, treat every day uh, with the level of intensity that it needs to be treated. Right. Okay? And I would like to close with this as well. You know, Will, you've done a tremendous job. I here, appreciate it. And uh, we're very thankful for you and, and all your staff here. Uh, you guys are really helping us at Senior Life, uh, not only to grow as a company, but even more important than that, to extend an opportunity to a lot of people in life who would never have an opportunity to change their lives because of their situation. So, you know, everything that you do every day through our uh, marketing department, you and your staff, and they're awesome. Uh, it's not about just growing the company. It's about making a difference in a lot of people's lives. So we really appreciate that. Hey, well, I, I really appreciate that, man. That, uh, that means a lot. Yeah. Um, is there any, is there anybody you want to give any special thanks to? I know you kind of just gave me one and I appreciate <laughs> that. But. Well, you know, uh, I think it goes to, you know, without, you know, having to just um, come out and say it because it's hard to say this, but I am very, um, very, very thankful to Ron Powell. And the reason it's hard to say this to Ron is because Ron is the type of person that he doesn't look for accolades. Right. He doesn't look for that pat on the back. But, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful to Ron and his wife Tammy and their family and the support that they've shown me and many people in this industry. I, I'm very thankful for my wife, of course, right. and, and my children. It has not been easy living with me you know my wife and I, <laughs> november the one will be 36 years oh wow yeah oh, con wow. yeah congratulations yeah. on that yeah she's she's a good woman to put up with me that long so i'm very thankful you know for that um that's another thing i, I should have said that that's something that we all take for granted is being thankful yeah it's important to be thankful on a daily basis and that's probably a area that i could work on so thanks for bringing that to my mind yeah well, that'll help me better help <laughs> me get better well thank you for you know doing this with me mitch i mean i really enjoyed it and thank you to everybody that's watching uh please tune in next friday for another all fired up Fire. Fire. Oh.